This episode is brought to you by Levitt Pavilion. This summer, check out one of my favorite outdoor concert venues in Denver, Levitt Pavilion. May through October, Levitt is offering ticketed and totally free all-ages concerts. I feel like we just go to anything that's free because it's like the kids can be at the show and it's people aren't weird about it and you can like bring a picnic. It's awesome. Some of the free shows this season include Iskali, Melvin Seals, War and Treaty, Sunny War, Chali Tuna, and more. To RSVP for free shows and buy tickets, plus see the full concert schedule, go to levittdenver.org. That's levittdenver.org. Today on CityCast Denver. There's no better way to spend a summer afternoon than soaking in good vibes on a killer patio. So now that it's full-on patio season, I invited our newsletter editor and resident foodie Peyton Garcia to talk through our patio no-nos and share all the places that make us say, Patty, oh yeah. Today is Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Uh, hey, Peyton. Hey, Brie. We're talking patios today because, uh, duh, it's summertime. And honestly, I had a little bit of qualms thinking about talking about this because how hot was it this weekend? So hot. But that makes me, I mean, I don't know, that if you go to the right patio. True. It still can be awesome. And I will say when it's this hot and you go inside, it's freaking winter. <laughs> They've got the AC on to 45 degrees. So it sucks to be inside. That's such a good point. We went somewhere this weekend where that I was anticipating that being the case. And Greg is like, why do you have a sweater? It's 96 degrees out. And I was like, because we're going to walk in here and it's going to be 30. I shouldn't have to carry my puffy coat around in the dead of summer, but I do. I mean, you saw me. I brought a blanket to Westward last week. So you're right. So so patios do serve a nice purpose when they're done right, which is what mm -hmm. we're going to talk about today. Um, and I'd love to start there with what makes a good patio. So Peyton, to you, what makes a good patio? So when I'm looking for a good patio, I am all about the view. I'm a real sucker for like second story patios where you get a mm. view of the city and you get to kind of people watch. I also like patios that are stuck in the middle of like like where a lot of people are walking but i understand you kind of have different criteria i do this is a call out to a lot of breweries uh string lights picnic tables and astroturf do not a patio make i hate that personally i think picnic tables are awful to sit on i don't like sitting on them at parks i don't know why i would go to a restaurant to do it but the fact that a lot of places will do that and not have an umbrella is bananas to me yeah. it feels like sitting on the surface of the sun yeah if you're not gonna have umbrellas you need to be like a lot of these beer gardens which i do actually like i like the vibe of beer gardens like improper city i like that whole vibe because there's like yard games happening and you know your dog is there and there's kids running around i totally love that vibe but yeah if you're not gonna have umbrellas you need to have like trees and misters yes. like you you have to have some sort of shade or else I mean, I can't go there. My husband would fry. He's a redhead. So <laughs> those are just <laughs> off the list for us if there's no shade. 
Well, and I'm thinking about the patio expansion that we've seen over the pandemic and which is great and all, but sometimes I'm like, I'm sitting in a parking lot and you don't have an umbrella for me. Like, this is brutal. I have to say, I don't think I've had really a bad experience with the expansion program. I feel like I've really enjoyed it, but I think most of my experiences have been similar to like the Larimer Square approach where it's like... It's this very like communal feeling and they've got these little like tents up and they've got space heaters or fire pits. The Larimer Square one is like kind of unique in that they've taken a whole block that also we're talking about a block that was built when the city was being built. So it was more built for people to begin with. Right. So I would say in my criteria, a shade, trees are a dream, but that's not a reality for a lot of places. Right. Nice seating. So like even if you just have basic metal outdoor furniture, I don't know. It's like how it's laid out. If it's like I don't want it to feel like a cafeteria. I want it to feel like a special extension of a restaurant in a different way. Like their patio should feel just as good as if you're inside the restaurant. And sometimes I don't think that's the case. You know, it should be an experience, too. Yeah. And and the other thing for me is uh, Along the trees line, if there's greenery of some kind, like any kind, flowers, potted flowers, uh, I mean, it changes. I think folks don't realize this until you're in it, and then it really changes the way that you feel, and you're like, oh, wow, nature is calming. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Wine Board. Because the wine community here is, like, surprisingly robust. I mean, think about Bigsby's Folly and Infinite Monkey Theorem here in Denver alone. And there are urban wineries all across the Front Range. Then there's the Western Slope, Peonia, I mean, Palisade. Hello, Palisade Wine, are you kidding me? It didn't used to really be a thing, but from what I hear, it's very much a thing now. There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com. So we know what we're looking for in a patio. What are some of your favorite patios? Yeah. So I've, I mean, I've kind of can break these up into categories. So patios with a view, I I have a handful of those. So like some of my favorite in the city are like Avanti food and beverage. They have a great patio with a view. Um, They've kind of got this like stadium seating too. It's kind of like bleachery, but there's like a lot to see, uh, you know, in that area in Highlands. And it looks at the downtown skyline. Yeah. So Avanti does a great job with that. Tamayo has an incredible patio that overlooks Larimer Square um, and it is partially covered. So you've got the shade and there's always just so much cool stuff happening on Larimer Square. It's just like that's like the epitome of summer to me is like being on Tamayo's patio, sipping a margarita. Um, And then like Linger, they have a great one, too. They're again up in the highlands, but they have a really, really cool rooftop patio. And then there's like hotel rooftops, too. Those are a little more kitschy because they're hotel rooftops. But if you really want a view of the city, I mean, if you really want to be like 14 stories up, I mean, there are some places that do really cool things like 5430 
is a bar at the top of I think it's La Meridian and it's like way up there and then the Source Hotel has like a bar that you can drink at the very very top with like a pool it's very cool oh cool I didn't know that I want to go back to Tamayo really quick because mm-hmm. I'm I, I have to tell you I was looking online at their patio and they have like all different kinds of seating mm-hmm. they have like and they have gorgeous they don't just have plants they have gorgeous plants yeah it's is that it's a mexican restaurant right it's mm-hmm. been a long time since i've been yeah. there it's chef richard sandoval it's one of his restaurants and it is their food it's to my is one of my favorite places to eat um they do incredible mexican food it's such a fun summer vibe so uh, for me my my favorite patio of all time in all of denver is el noah noah's patio which does that have a view for sure but it's right off it's on santa fe and it's between two buildings i was gonna say i looked it up and it looked i mean you'll have to correct me because i've never been there but is it it looked kind of is it in an alleyway no but it kind of looks like it it's literally in a section where there would be a building on a street so it's almost like it's like someone's patio off their house. It's got gorgeous trees. They have a waterfall, like a water feature. So you have that sound, which actually is nice because it kind of covers up uh, or camouflages the sound of Santa Fe, which can be pretty busy. Um, but and the it's kind of multi-tiered. So there's different sections there. You know, it's it, they've got umbrellas. The trees are really what make it. And then sometimes they have live music outside. And it's just like. It's the especially if you've been on Santa Fe during First Friday and it's kind of chaos. It's fun. But if you want to, like, take a breath, get a drink, you know, have dinner, their patio is mm, it's my favorite. So you can't see it when you're walking down Santa Fe. Is it one of those patios or can you? It's not totally blocked off from the street, but it's just private enough that once you walk into the patio, you almost the the street noise kind of disappears. Yeah. This makes me think of um, Bistro Vendome. Mm. Like, I actually don't think I've ever had a meal at Bistro Vendome, but I've gone there for like different food events and stuff because well, they'll like Larimer Square because it's right there on Larimer Square and it does. They do Slow Food Nation and, and other food stuff there and you can slip onto their patio and it really is like you're completely somewhere new. Like you can't really see the patio from Larimer Square and you go in and there's a lot of foliage. It's like really tucked away. It feels like you're in a little courtyard in Italy. Or maybe France. I think they're French, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and then there's this other one I wanted to ask you about. Have you ever been to Forest Room 5? Oh, yeah. I've never Gosh, been. Gosh, it's been years. Yeah, I've never been, but I've heard about it. I've seen the the photos online. And so, like, the whole idea is their patio is um, supposed to feel like you're in a forest, like you're camping. So they've got, like, these, like wooden like log stumps that you sit on um around totally like like fire pits that are supposed to look like campfires and they've got all these trees i've never been but it seems cool so talk about being whisked away i've it's been years since i've been there but now you're describing it i'm like i remember that exactly and it does feel like you're camping it's like it's awesome yeah i definitely would recommend going there um speaking of that kind of patio actually uh local 46 which is a bar um on the north side has an amazing patio that's similar in that it's got a bunch of trees and it's got all these little different coves of sort of seating because they're also they do live music but they have uh the trees are sort of incorporated into the patio in terms of like some of the seating is like wood in a way that looks like that they have like little fire pits but they also have long tables they have an outside bar area it's just like a 
It's really cool. It's a really nice mix. It's a great place. I would recommend to go see local music, especially, but just like, and they usually have a food truck, but in-house they serve these pretzels that are insane. If you're a soft pretzel person that are so good. Local 46 is like one of my favorite spots for like an adult's bar place. But yeah, their patio is amazing. Um, Another one I was thinking of, which is kind of like old school, is my brother's bar. Mm. Um, I I know they did the extensions with the pandemic with like sort of the uh, igloo set up, Mm -hmm. but their like original patio that's there is a little, it's shaded. It's like, it's pretty no frills, but it's just it's they've done a good job of making it feel like an extension of the interior. So you still get the classical music. I actually and it don't just think like, I even knew they had a patio. It's very it's kind of in the back. It's not I don't know. It's it's very no frills, but it's like huh. if you yeah. like my brother's bar, you'd love yeah. the patio. I, I do think that there is something fun about there's been a number of restaurants that I've like frequented. And then it's not to like my fourth or fifth time there that I'm like, wait, you guys have a patio and you have to like go all the way <laughs> to the back of the restaurant. And it's kind of like this fun little secret uh, that like only the inn people know about. Um, and I, there's like been a handful of bars and that that is fun. I do like that when you get to discover something. Yeah. And it really is, like you said, it's about you're still getting the same experience or a a different version of the same experience that you would be getting inside the restaurant. But you're in this other area. Yeah, totally. Um, And and I'm thinking of so the Bull and Bush is another one I like. And theirs is definitely a extension of the bar itself. The bar itself, though, is hard to mimic because it's it's like kind of dark in this way where you walk in from outside like and like the, all of a sudden English you're transported one, right yeah you yeah, took yeah. me there I hadn't been there yes. until you took us there and I loved it I thought it was oh, really cool it. and just for the record as somebody who's been to pubs in London they like do a great job it is they such do. a they... fun place I definitely want to go there again and I didn't know they had a patio. Yeah, they have the patios and it's huge and it's fully covered. And I, I think they have TVs, but they're not overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like, sometimes I won't go to a restaurant because the TVs are so intense, yeah. especially when they extend them to the patio. And I'm like, a couple is fine. But like if you're like lining up and you have 10 TVs in a row, I'm like, I don't. Willie and I just went to a bar here in Erie to watch the Avs game. And it was um, four like massive flat screens, but they put them blocked so that it looked like one giant TV the size of a wall. But like two of the TVs were like a fraction of a second off. So like, and when they showed you anxiety, when it was like showing one of the abs players faces, his face was like all off and he looked like an alien. It was like, I was like, I'm nauseous. I can't, I can't be in here. I can't watch this. It's awful. Well, Peyton, thanks for talking patios with me. Yeah, this was fun. Now I need to go to a patio. Same. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals is tonight, and the Colorado Avalanche are taking on the two-time defending champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Ball Arena is going to be packed, and there are watch parties planned all over the city, including the Avs' official watch party on the Tivoli Quad at Auraria. Also, in an effort to help out local bars and restaurants, the city of Denver is allowing permitted spots to expand outdoor dining areas. So don't be surprised if the excitement over the next couple of weeks is literally spilling out onto the streets onto what they're probably going to be calling patios. 
And finally, Denver's dining scene got some major recognition over the weekend. Past guest Adrian Miller won a James Beard Award for his book, Black Smoke, which I talked to him about last summer. And Caroline Glover, the chef and restaurateur behind Aurora's Annette, won her own Beard Award for being the best chef in the Mountain West. And seriously, if you haven't eaten at Annette, I highly recommend a visit to the Stanley Marketplace for a meal. But good luck getting reservations now. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, where today Peyton's talking all about the Denver Zoo. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. You ready, Pay? Peyton, you ready, Peyton? <laughs> <laughs>